Welcome to the John DePietro Show on 1380 AM and 99.9 FM. News Talk WNRI. Thank you, David. At 12.06, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to welcome everybody tuning in for the noon report. Some people watch it live. Some people watch it later in replay. It's on demand, but it is live on the Facebook page, John DePietro Show, that continues to grow, folks. The growth that we're experiencing with FB, it's uh, really setting the pace. Now well over 65,000. Now at times, uh, we have even thousands more that watch, but I'm talking about, well, what is he talking about? I'm talking about people who specifically are followers of the page. Now remember, you always want to make sure you're following. You can also click the like uh, if you're following, I don't know if you need to do both, but hey, it doesn't hurt. I also want, once again, you know, this is a great time to subscribe, support local content uh, as we continue to bring you the stories that the rest of the media, for whatever reason, don't consider to be important or doesn't fit their agenda. And I do want to start off with, um, we do have some good news, some real good news. Is that against the rules? I didn't know you could, no, no, it's not against the rules. It's not. I'm going to tell you, give you some good news. But I want to remind you, and and I think a big part of the good news ties in with Just Angels. Just Angels Online. What a fantastic job that Gene does. Online home, commemorative memorial gifts and treasure keeps. Just Angels. And I share their Facebook page. If you're a business, Gene, they do such a good job in updating their page. It's easy to read. It's easy to follow. These are beautiful items, all different types of occasions, all different types of occupations and people. It's all about the power of prayer. Uh, it's it's very inspirational. It's just angels. And you can also follow their page. They're also growing in popularity online at justangelsonline.com. You can also follow them on Facebook. Now, I also just want to mention before we give the good news, folks, check out topetro.com. We have some new postings going up. We're uh, getting fully back up to speed. Co- uh, brought to you by the Coesed Inn. Big supporters of DePetro.com. 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. Who said lunch? Who said dinner? Who said drinks the lounge? Anthony Santos did. Plus, you have the market at Coesed with delicious takeout food, for crying out loud. The Coesed Inn, right near the mall. 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. Now, <clears throat> I went, I changed a rule this morning. We normally don't do it. But I was communicating with a family member, and so I'm glad we did. But I'm glad to report um, we we normally, first of all, I get inundated every day with people that want to do GoFundMe pages, and the, if the, there's different reasons why we we don't do that. If you do one, you got to do them all, and we don't do that because um, in the past. We we there have been situations where they were proven to be less than credible. And then people come back. Uh, now I'm getting used to it now. If I say that they're going to start streaming, direct streaming, people get upset. So, of course, people say, hey, you know, you posted a GoFundMe. And then it turned out, you know, the lady's cat was alive or she shaved her head. She doesn't have cancer, whatever it is. So we don't do GoFundMes. Now, normally, we don't do runaways. <clears throat> and there's always this missing divide. I don't know if it divides the right word. Um, there were people that say there's a missing person. Anyhow, just to get to the story, 
I decided since I was communicating with the mother, if, if I could word it the way I wanted to word it, that would this be permissible? They said, yes, so we decided to do it. So we did, there was a, a runaway 13-year-old from Central Falls. Now, initially, that's not a missing person. Missing person is an abduction or someone went out for a jog, didn't come back. Someone that literally was carjacked, abducted, missing, not Someone that has an argument with their parents and storms off, which does happen, by the way. <clears throat> but the, so, and again, I'm not knocking the parents. There's good news here. She she was located in Lincoln, and the family just contacted me, said thank you for much showing. But I did one out of my way, and I want to clarify that because it's so important. You know, there's so many people that they send me stuff like this should be an Amber Alert. If 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 a teenager runs away, that that's not an Amber Alert. It has nothing to do with race. It's also not a missing person. Now, this 13-year-old, I feel bad for the family. I feel bad for her mom. Last seen, left the house 4 o'clock Wednesday, apparently with some boy. Obviously not a good influence, manipulates her. She was spotted in Lincoln last night, and I posted, shear this police, and she needs to contact her mother, um, or contact the Central Falls Police. She was spotted in Lincoln, and they located her in Lincoln. So I'm very happy that had a happy ending. Yes. So I was glad to do it. A lot of times, and the reason I did share it, such as this type of case, and very welcome, by the way, is because then word gets out, you know, oh, okay, she's not in trouble, right? She's got to contact her family, this little adventure she's been on must come to an end. But I, I run into this, folks, with people, and I, I want to be very clear. I'm not scolding anyone. I'm just trying to clarify that various times I get contacted by various individuals that say, can you help us? There's a missing person. And then everyone does the prayer emoji. Uh, but this particular situation, I did not. Now, for those of you that follow on the scene live stream, listen, if there was a real missing Person, which we've done, son. The best example of that is, and as I've said, Charlotte Lester. Um, that is a true missing person. Last seen on Monday night, May sixteenth, going up the hill at Staples. Not heard from. Can't can't locate her. Dog found off Elmwood Avenue. Her her s her truck SUV whatever was found at Kent Hospital. Now that's a missing person and tragically remains a missing person. We also, last December of 22, we had the Carbuncle, no, yeah, 22, Carbuncle Pond situation, right? They found a a woman's body, Carbuncle Pond in Coventry, um, then listed as a Jane Doe. We learned who that was. She was actually a woman. Then there was a woman reported missing in Brockton. They mixed, they peered up and it's, okay, that's the woman that was found in Carbuncle Pond, which led to the arrest. But the only reason, and I'm not going to go much longer with this, but is, and as I've talked about, every every summer, during the course of the summer, uh, every other Sunday night, there's someone that contacts me. And um, and says, "Oh, I need you to put this out. My my child, my child. And I'm not laughing, but my child is missing. And what it is is, I mean, what what's really at the root of it is there's a um, a volatile custody situation with the parents 
father gets the child every other weekend. He's always late. It's my understanding. I, I don't know why I know this stuff is beyond me, but he's supposed to bring the child back, I think at 7 o'clock or 6.30. He's always late. And the time he had a Monday off, wanted to take the child fishing, so I didn't bring him back. And the mother contacts me, can you post this, my child? And I, and I say, no, I'm not. <laughs> your child's not missing. Your child is with your ex, and he's just late bringing the child back. That's not, and every and all the time, she'll post, he is missing. And all the people at the prayer emojis, they should do an Amber Alert. No, it's it's not an Amber Alert. That's That's not... That's not what that is. Last year, we had Anna Walsh, who was suddenly missing, right? Led to the arrest of her husband, Brian Walsh. Lacey Peterson was a missing person case. And I'm going to touch on that. That led to the arrest and conviction of her husband, Scott Peterson. So there are missing person cases, um, but that, that was not one of them. Now, I did want to address... Uh, there is a situation going on in Galilee, and I apologize just due to the nature of everything going on and the fact that um, I had a medical situation this morning, nothing serious, but, uh, but I, and I've been trying to find out information about it, but something happened down by, let me see if anyone has it, down by the Block Island Ferry. Again, if I didn't have... My current situation, I, I would have been down there this morning. I was tipped off about it. Uh, all right, 12 doesn't have anything. Check channel 10. See, folks, look what happens when... Uh, nope, let's see. Nope, all right, down channel 10 doesn't. <laughs> all right, maybe after the noon report, I'll be heading down there. See what happens when Juan doesn't go and check it out? I mean, uh, something was going on. Now, it may not be, may not be any foul play. But I know down by Block Island Ferry, Point Judith, that they um, there's a situation where they had the medical examiner. That doesn't sound good, and it's not. And there were a tremendous amount of police. So what does that mean? Well, if there's a medical examiner there, <clears throat> that means that there is, unfortunately, a deceased body. Whether or not there is foul play involved is another matter. Um, nowadays, more often than not, as someone that does it for a living, most of the time when there's a medical examiner on scene somewhere, tragically, it is, it's either a self-harm or an overdose. Uh, it wasn't always like that. So I still don't see anything about it. So now if they, I do have someone in that area who is going to uh, run over there. Now, see, I, I always think, oh, everyone's got to be down there, right? Look what happens when I don't go. Now, we don't know what happened. <laughs> All right, I'll get to that. I want to, um, I'm not going to go on and on about the Scott Peterson thing. I, I, that is so disturbing to me. The L.A. Innocence Project is actually picking up the case. Maybe there's some people didn't follow the case. I did. We covered it extensively. I think it's interesting that Mark Garagos is trying to, you know, he represented Scott Peterson in the murder of his uh, wife, pregnant wife, Lacey Peterson, an unborn child. And now Mark Garagos is trying to redeem himself by saying, see, I told you. No, I don't believe that. Um, I'm going to tell you what it is in just a moment, but I want to stay on track. Folks, this portion of the program, and I want to remind people, the choice is yours. Right? It's a new year. 
lot of people have made New Year's resolutions. It, it never hurts you to lose some weight. And if you're one of those people that have said, you know, I've tried and it's just frustrating and I don't want to go to the gym and I have the body type and I've adapted or adapted to the fact that I need to lose 30 pounds. I'm just saying unique health. It's a free consultation. And the people that they deal with have had success. There's no, there's nothing to lose here, whether you're male or female. Unique health, their detox program, it's aggressive weight loss. Talking about 20 pounds in three weeks, all healthy done. It's detoxing preservatives. It's aggressive weight loss, stomach shrinking. It's habit replacement is really what it is. A very aggressive detox and weight loss immediately dramatically improves your energy, your sleep, and your skin. And it will improve your blood pressure, cholesterol, and blood sugar levels. Many people have learned as they get older that if, in fact, you are older and you're overweight, that can lead to more health complications. Unique health. Call Sandra. It's not a diet change. It's a lifestyle change. Call Sandra, 401-269-9155, 20 pounds, 25 pounds, 30 pounds. For some people, trying to lose 25 pounds can be tough. Unique health, free seminar, right in Warwick across from the Kent County Courthouse. Target that stubborn fat, extreme weight loss. You're going to feel great. Maybe you're going somewhere warm next month or March, or maybe you want to start now. For when the nice weather rolls along, unique health. Do it for your health. Remember, find them on Facebook or Instagram, 401-269-9155. The, um, the Scott Peterson case <clears throat> where the LA Innocence Project has picked it up, I find it despicable. I really do. But what's happening now is, um, uh, or I find anyhow, that we have become these online sleuths. It started... I, I Hold on, strike that. I won't say it started. A good example of it was the Idaho murders, where people, online sleuths, they were actually naming and identifying people that they thought were responsible for the death of the, the four college students. And then they were proven to be totally wrong. But And now with, with Scott Peterson, it's, it's, you know, 20 years later. That was compelling evidence. I notice that there is, um, there's, I don't know, I'm not sure what to make of it. People are drawn to a conspiracy element. You know what else I've noticed, by the way, on Facebook is there's all these fake pages of news. And the way they get around it that I have found is they, they put on the page that it's a parody page. But if you look at the headline, it looks legit. So I find that there's definitely, and maybe you're listening or watching, there are many people, and they these are like intelligent people that send me this stuff. And I always feel like, what, you believe? And I, I admit, I, even I have to click on it, like, what happened? And then you realize, oh, that's totally made up, completely made up. Um that's that's the definition of like clickbait. People don't even realize that. But the Scott Peterson, there's there are people. I don't know exactly. I don't know what the word is to describe it. They're very drawn in by the element of the conspiracy. 
Uh, maybe that's just more interesting to them uh, than the truth. So now, closer to home, there's a case in Massachusetts, um, Karen Reed, who's going to be going on trial in March. I think I'll just say this. Because of, <laughs> I was initially kind of interested in that case. And then the people that I was communicating with had never followed a murder case before. They, they it, let me just say, if, if, there's a, if someone is talking about a murder trial and they're unfamiliar with Ojo, OJ, excuse me, the Simpson case, I, uh, that's a huge bias with me. I, I don't have a lot of interest in what they have to say past that if they're unfamiliar with OJ. And I have found that many of the people that somehow were locked in on this Karen Reed case, they've never followed a murder trial before. They know nothing about the justice system. They're just so wound up with the, the idea of the conspiracy. And... Um, and I think they're in for a rude awakening when the trial starts. And then it has to be facts introduced, not just, you know, by the way. So um, so I, 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 I'm not sure what to make of that other than I, I recognize the whole thing. There's people like totally into it and blah, blah, blah and corruption and this whole big thing. I mean, it, it, it comes back to the night of. I'll just say that. But let me just. The, the Scott Peterson case, I, I, re, I was watching Larry King. I, I think it's appalling. I think it's disgraceful. They're, these people, they get vested in the conspiracy. So now they're vested in, let's find some other logical way other than that Scott Peterson uh, killed his wife, Lacey. And it's, 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 it's bizarre to me. It, it's lunacy to me. Um, they want to ignore facts. They want to just go down the path of it could have been this, it could have been that. It, they they just love the un, un, what they feel are unanswered questions, and I don't know where that's going to lead. I think it's maybe dangerous is a different word, but this LA Innocence Project—the fact they're even taking this up—is is reprehensible to me. I was what I want to say was I was watching Larry King. I used to like Larry King. Those watching on um, on the Facebook page, that's this is almost like a tribute to the Larry King backdrop he used to have. I liked Larry King. Um, uh, I, I think there's room for that type of show. I used to like it. On a Friday night, he would, you know, on a Thursday night, do a panel about maybe a murder trial, and on Friday night. He'd have somebody in studio remembering the anniversary of the death of Elvis. <laughs> then he'd have Wayne Newton in. He'd have good guests. I like Larry King. I mean, now uh, no one picks that up. Everything's got to be, you know, it's the Hannity formula. But anyhow, but I was watching the night that uh, Garagos, Mark Garagos, was was not the attorney yet. And they were doing a panel on it. And, and Mark Garagos said, I just question Scott Peterson saying I was fishing in this area and then the body washes up there. That doesn't sound like that was the best idea. Garagos ended up taking the case and then he was found guilty. But that, 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 there, was, there, there was just there was no doubt, no doubt in my mind that that guy, that, that Peterson was responsible for that. And 
And I thought Dan Abrams this morning on Good Morning America did a good job of reminding people that there were key pieces of evidence. Like, where does this lead now that now due to things like TikTok and there are these, like I said, these advocacy groups that they always, they want to portray everybody that they were wrongfully accused, right? Like that's, it's, I, don't, I, I will say it's kind of like a trend now that that after the fact, people want to now bring forth the theory that, that somehow they were, you know, rushed to judgment or they were wrongfully accused. There was, I mean, there's no question about that. that. And so um, I don't know where this is going to lead, but they, they definitely are prominent in L.A. And they're, they're picking up the case, which I, I find really, really disgraceful. Folks, this portion of the program. Now, listen, it's going to be very cold over the course of the weekend. It is. And then next week, temperatures will be in the 40s. But in the meantime, maybe you need your oil tank filled. Henry Oil, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Do they deliver? Yes. No, you have to go there and lug it home yourself. Henry Oil, 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Residential commercial service contracts. Do they deliver to my house? No, you have to go with some tanks and then you empty it in. Yes, they deliver. They have lock and cap pricing, budget plans, automatic delivery. They can deliver the same day, you know, every month. Henry Oil Company. Call them. Call Carmine. 401-521-0200. 401-521-0200 for Henry Oil. All right. Now, as we, I'll say this, I'm not going to spend a lot of time about the whole McGreed, oh, excuse me, Coach McKee, Team Rhode Island, with his ridiculous budget that didn't, it's just, it's not even about reality. Um, But there are some stories that just keep resonating that I have been talking about. Now, I'm looking at the Boston Globe right now. First of all, here's one headline. The incredible shrinking New Hampshire primary. Are candidates crisscrossing the state in a flurry of last-minute activity? Oddly, no. Small in every metric. But here's the story. Concern about security at the southern U.S. border is driving how many New 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 Hampshire Republicans will vote. And, folks, as I have told you, I wish I had an answer for you regarding... The border, illegals, Rhode Island run as a sanctuary state. I don't have an answer for you because I can tell you that um, whenever I get into disagreement with the Rhode Island Republicans in elected in the party, it I, I it's always me asking. I don't know why they don't make a bigger deal about it. What I don't understand, and in. I, I, I said it in 2022. It was ignored. I said it to I said it to all of them. Right? As a matter of fact, they ignore me. Um, I said it to Ashley Kalis. I said it to Aaron. I said it to Alan Fung. And then this past year, you had Gary Leonard running CD1. I said, why don't you just come out and say, I don't think Rhode Island should be a sanctuary state. Are we a sanctuary? You know? Oh, are we? I don't know. Let me think about that. Well. And then they don't do anything with it. So here is, you know, this is the Boston Globe. Concerns about security at the southern U.S. border is driving how many New Hampshire Republicans will vote. 
And it says the campaign stop at a snow-covered country club could hardly have been further from the southern border. When Trump started talking about immigration, the crowd roared. When he strengthened our border. At Republican political events, it's a reliable applause line. And in interviews with voters, it often comes up unprompted. Immigration is the biggest issue at play in the January 23rd primary in New Hampshire. Polls show even an overwhelmingly white area with a smaller percentage of immigrants than most states. This is what I have been saying. I wish I had an answer for you. Um, And I pointed out the two lead Republicans at the Rhode Island State House. House Minority Leader Mike Chippendale. Now, Now he won't do an interview on my show because I asked when you were on Channel 10, why don't you just say, I don't think Rhode Island should be a sanctuary state and see what the reaction is. Uh, Senate minority leader. Now, as a result of that, now they're not, they're not even responding to me. Like I offended them by asking the question. I think that's a legitimate question. I get asked that question. I th- It's a legitimate question. Senate minority leader, Jessica De La Cruz. She went even a step farther saying if Rhode Island was in a little bit better shape, we should take Biden border buses of illegals, which, again, I fundamentally disagree with. Won't even acknowledge it. I, here, here's the part, and I want you to understand, it's not my intention to annoy these individuals. I'd like to support them. I don't understand their hesitancy, reluctance. It's, it's, it's almost like out of bounds. I I think it's very problematic. What I fundamentally disagree, I'll say this. I don't hear Joe Powers talk about it. The chairman of the Republican Party, Susie Yankee, wouldn't talk about it. Um, It's odd to me. The Boston Globe reporters are saying, wow, it's it's the big issue. Here's where I fundamentally, just so you understand, folks, that I'm not losing my mind here, 1231 on this Friday. What I don't understand to the Rhode Island Republican, elected Republicans of the party is why do they think that that in all the other states, New York, Chicago, New Hampshire, South Carolina, Florida, Texas, all other states, it's an issue, but they don't think it's an issue in, in the state of Rhode Island. I don't understand that. It's also a problem, obviously, in Massachusetts, but I've played the soundbite. State Senator Jessica De La Cruz, well, I'm, I'm the child of, of uh, immigrants. What are you talking about? That is irrelevant to the discussion. You know, she's unaware that the people on the buses are in the country illegally. She thinks they took the pass the citizenship test. And then they're just being shipped up north on the bus. Yeah, there's a word for that if that was the case. It'd be called kidnapping. That, that's, that's not what it is. You had Jamie Dimon of J.P. Morgan Chase saying, uh, the border's a major problem. And all my liberal Democrat friends in blue states are seeing it now. So this is my question for the Rhode Island Republican Party. And I'm not going to hold my breath in the answer. For the life of me, folks, why, they, they, uh, here's where I fundamentally disagree with them. The Rhode Island Republican Party tells me illegals coming into Rhode Island is not an issue. The people of Rhode Island welcome it and they're very comfortable with it. And I disagree with that. I fundamentally disagree with it. And they get angry 
When I say, show me the data on that. Show me the show me that. Where are you getting this from? I I completely disagree with that. But they're under that impression. And it goes back to, and I want to give them credit. This is the only cut that you hear. Channel 12 won't talk about it. I want to give credit to Gene Velicenti on 10 News Conference. He he asked the question. Can't ask for more than that. Asked the question. And the answer he got, I thought, was, was about as weak as it gets. But... Um, I don't I don't understand the the answer with that. I know that they keep getting angry that I bring it up, but what what I'm trying to say is you you have a situation in um you you have a situation in New Hampshire, which is not far from Rhode Island, where the Republican voters are saying it's a big deal. And folks, here's the thing. New Hampshire is not even a sanctuary state. What I can't get an answer to from the Rhode Island Republican Party is their insistence of that Rhode Island voters are perfectly comfortable with it. So I don't, um, here you have, you know, here's just some more anecdotes from the, from the Boston Globe story about the New Hampshire primary saying that immigration is a big issue for these various people. Border security is a joke, needs to be fixed no matter what. Let's just say this this is my response to State Senator Jessica De La Cruz and, and um, the Rhode Island Republican Party. Let's just remove me from the equation. The vice president went on The View to talk about it. Harris, she's saying it's a problem. Biden's saying it's a problem. We know President Trump has, President Trump has highlighted it more than anyone. So, but what I don't get is if I bring this up, they say, well, that's New Hampshire. It's it's not a concern here. And then I say, well, in Massachusetts, a lot of people are upset that that they were, you know, taking the place uh, for the Army Navy game for a lot of, you know, that's where a lot of veterans are going to say, well, that's Mass. I said, I know that, but it, it it's right next door. I um, I'm, I'm telling you, it's an issue. So I I said, you know, in Texas, well, that's Texas. Uh, yeah, I know that, but in Florida, well, that's Florida. Well, but here's the part that they they won't answer for me. And again, it's 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 universal, really, across the board, of of their contention that it's not an issue in Rhode Island, and that's where I fundamentally disagree with them. Uh, wholeheartedly, as a matter of fact, because I, I think it is, and I think it would resonate. I'll I'll say this about Governor McKee. Notice he won't bring it up, um, and then so therefore no one talks about it. But my my question for the Rhode Island Republican Party, and specifically the House and Senate leader. Now notice, as I mentioned, I've been playing. Uh, House Minority Leader Mike Chippendale, I've been playing his Republican response to Governor McKee. But in the course of playing his response to the governor's address, at no point in his rebuttal to 
Coach McKee and his ridiculous, we're all part of Team Rhode Island. I just don't know why, like, why, why can't you just throw in a line of, and we're going to put in legislation, we don't think Rhode Island should be a sanctuary state. I think it would be met with applause. I think it would be met with, you know, and I know they're saying, well, the media doesn't like to cover it. Well, yeah, but the media would be forced to cover it. If, if you make it an issue, then the media would be forced to cover it. Um, if you keep going, Governor McKee doesn't want to talk about it. The Democrats at the Rhode Island State House don't want to talk about it. So, but when you have Gene Valicenti of NBC 10 bring out the fact that, you know, that the buses could start arriving here, and then you just go into this mamby-pamby answer about, you know, well, then we should take them. Our house was in order, and we could, and, and we managed all of these things splendidly, then I would say, yes, take in some uh, some immigrants. But I, I will point now, if I would say if our house was in order, this is the and we could t- Senate and, and we managed all of these things splendidly, then I would say, yes, take in some uh, some immigrants. But I, I- yeah, McKee, they were laughing at that. Why, why would you say that? That's not how people feel. She won't even use the word illegal. I don't get that. I'm telling you, folks, I missed out for some reason, I just, I don't understand the rationale. I don't, I don't even understand. Why do you, why do you call them? They're not immigrants, though. Those people on the buses, they're, they're, they're not immigrants. That's, that's why they're being bussed all over the country. And they don't have a choice of where they're going. So I just, you know, there's the Boston Globe. It's a major issue within Republican voters. And... What I'm told, well, it's not an issue for Rhode Island Republican voters. I don't believe that. And as I've also said, folks, and again, good afternoon at 1240 on this Friday. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.95. I recognize I'm, I'm becoming, or I've become, I'm a lone voice on this. Um, I mean, I remember being down the dial, working there, and then them coming in and saying, you know, don't use the word illegal. You know, let's go with undocumented. And I'd say, why, why, why do I have to use the word undocumented? Well, none of the other hosts are saying that. Well, like, well, then they should be saying it. But, but here, here's my point for the Rhode Island Republican Party, specifically at the state house. Um, and I've said this before. I don't believe it, it's framed as a Republican issue. But I don't believe it's a Republican issue. I I implored congressional candidate Gary Leonard to invoke it into the campaign against Gabe Amo. They they refused. Um, The party told them not to. They wouldn't. Uh, Don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. But my point is, is I believe it's, it's a strong issue with independence. I am willing to bet that right now at 1241, there are independent voters that are either listing on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM or listing at DePetro.com or watching on Facebook. I, I repeat, I, I stand 100% with it. I'm not back. I believe it is a nonpartisan issue. 
don't uh, don't get me wrong. I know the Democrats and the progressives really are in favor of it. I'm talking about independent voters. So I think when you take the independent voters and the Republican voters, it's it's a more sizable voter base than the Democrats that are in favor of it. And I'll also I, I also want to you know I've said this in the past and I'll say it again. The 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 fact that Coach McKee. And Team Rhode Island, the fact they're not talking about it doesn't mean it's not an issue. Doesn't mean it's not an issue. Absolutely not. He he doesn't talk about it because he's not forced to talk about it. But but you wait. If and when those buses start arriving, you watch through. I already know people are going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not paying for this. Why do we have to pay for this? What What is this? We have to take them all in. No, no, no. Now, you also watch. President Trump becomes president. What is he talking about? Mass deportations. What's going to be the reaction then? Then is Magritte and Matos, are they going to defy federal law? I, I don't understand it, folks, for the life of me. But I also want to mention the Boston Globe. A stadium is rising, but Tucker, so are the costs to get it built. I want to credit Brian Amaral, Boston Globe, Tidewater Landing, Soccer Stadium is now expected to cost Rhode Island much more increases in borrowing costs. There's no mention of this in the state of the state. Uh, the cost to pay off the state debt on the stadium construction now could exceed $100 million over the next three decades. That's tens of millions more than similar estimates a year and a half ago. Uh, th- this, this is another thing they don't want to talk about. And they're already trying to start to construct it. This is a boondoggle. This is a gift to labor. This is a campaign promise. This is what got McKee elected. Period. I'm going to skip it in the article. It's similar to the double whammy that home buyers Rhode Island are facing. The price of the home is going up. So is the cost to take out a loan to get it. In this case, it's a 10,500 seat home, the most expensive soccer stadium for a minor league soccer team in the country. And the price estimate is growing at $128 million. The cost to be funded by the taxpayers of Rhode Island, the city of Pawtucket, the state support, $27 million in borrowing, $14 million in tax credits, city of Pawtucket putting in $10 million in COVID relief money. <laughs> For what? For what? For the New England Revolution that plays 15 minutes away in Foxborough? Absolutely ludicrous. But a deal's a deal. And, and Governor McGreed had an option, is what I was told by organized labor. Either we start pouring the cement or you're going to be inside the cement. <laughs> Which option do you think he chose? Hey, that's the that's the deal he cut. He misled them. He misled everyone. He compromised the Commerce Board. There were some people that were going to vote against it. He made deals with them to just not vote. He misled labor saying that they had the money ready. And now their new scheme is, well, let's just start building it. 
and then the people won't have any choice but to pay for it. Completely irresponsible, completely going against the deal. That is not what people signed on for. This is a runaway train caboose. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by A.J. Drywall Plasters Home Improvement. Call them today, 401-323-9252. 401-323-9252. Frame to finish basements, acoustical ceilings, new homes, additions, commercial, rehabs, painting, remodeling. They can do it all. Serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Now, on this Friday... Maybe you've thought about remodeling your basement. Maybe you've thought about going to have some painting done in your home or your garage, remodeling that. Call AJ Drywall Plasters and Home Improvement. They do a tremendous job. They can do it all. They could build your new home if you want that. 401-323-9252. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to once again... I'm not this. I just to be candid. I I don't understand the the game plan. They they allow if if everything we're doing with illegal immigration was put on the ballot, it, it would fail. If if McKee put on the ballot, if Coach McKee, if he put on the ballot, um. You know, do you, are you in favor of giving driver's licenses or driving privileges, whatever? It, it would vote. It would. It would go down in defeat. So what I don't understand is, um, I don't understand why the Republicans don't exploit that, because that that's that's not a Republican issue, as I've said. You you would have independents on board. People understand money, the Providence school system is going to receive close to 300 million in your taxpayer money. Public schools from the state are gonna receive an increase of over 60 million, I think it's 63 million. It, for, what, like, th- that's insanity. Less people are sending their children to public schools. Public school enrollment is dwindling, it's down. People don't wanna send their children. Tradition. The traditional public school model has failed. The only public school Seemingly, that parents are content, for the most part, not all areas, to send their child to is a charter school. All comes down to the teachers' union. All comes down to that. And we know that we know where they they have Governor McKee by the, you know what. Um, but no one touches on, huh, Providence schools. Well, they're going to get less money. They should get a lot lot less money. They have less students. They don't need all those schools. They should close schools. They don't need all the staff. They don't need all that stuff. You don't need all these principals. You don't need all these everything else they have. There's not a couple of, they have thousands of less students. And it keeps declining. No, that's that's not the solution. So, but the part that what no one brings up and I think it would be a viable voting issue, is no one examines how much are all of the children's of illegals in the Providence schools, how much in real dollars is that cost in the state? Because it's, it's hundreds of millions, hundreds of millions. If you break out the population of the students in the Central Falls schools, the students in Pawtucket, 
and the students in Providence. Now, other school districts do have illegals, right, students. Um, Woonsocket has some. Um, West Warwick has some. Newport has some. But the big three remain Providence, Pawtucket, Central Falls. But if you took all those students and then added up the cost, how much they cost, and it's the state, meaning you, you're kicking in the money for it. What I don't understand is that's real money. That's well into the millions. Millions. So what does that mean? It means your school district could be improved. That could mean millions for Lincoln schools. That could mean millions for schools in Cumberland. That could mean millions for, you know, pick any city or town. What it really means is we don't need to be giving the schools that amount of money. But they never frame it that way. They don't. Um, and it's, it's wrong that they don't. But what I would argue is, and, and I'm not backing down off of this, it's an issue. Biden, why do, right now, Biden is trying to get a border issue, a border deal done. He is. Now, in the fairness of politics, the Republicans don't want to give him a border deal. Because as I have been playing, the border, the situation in crisis at the border has become the number two voting issue behind the economy. It's a big issue. It's a voting issue. And I want to repeat, for the life of me, I don't, I, folks, I, I, don't, I don't understand why. I wish I had an answer for you. Maybe I'll start to have some Republicans on the program from Massachusetts who talk about it. But I don't understand why, with the Rhode Island Republicans, it's, they have cut some deal where they won't talk about it. Now, it could be some, I don't know the answer. It could be a secret deal where they're promised something and and part of the deal is from possible, the speaker or the Senate president or McGreed of all deal, all bets are off if you start bringing up immigration. It's possible because otherwise it doesn't make sense to me. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. In Iowa, a big issue people are voting on is the border. These people are destroying the country. They're coming in by the hundreds of thousands. Um, In New Hampshire, the border is a major issue. In South Carolina, that's coming up, a Nevada caucus. Nevada caucus, South Carolina primary. A big voting issue is the border. And the Rhode Island Republican Party says, you know, in Rhode Island, it's just not an issue. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. As someone that, you know, with on the scene live stream, as I've talked about, we go, I go into areas where it's not a couple people don't speak English. An entire street doesn't speak. An entire neighborhood doesn't speak English. The cost of it, it adds to crime. Plus, I've highlighted they're getting cash benefits now. They're getting EBT cards. They're getting social programs. Their kids go to school for free. They don't pay taxes. It's got to be they're just afraid of the, the progressives because don't don't get me wrong. The progressives will hammer them on it. No question about it. Progressives, Tierra Mac, that Sanchez, the progressives at the state house, Sabina Matos, lieutenant governor, they would hammer them on it. But so what? Fight back. 
I think it's an issue, I'll say this, I think it's an issue worth fighting for. I do. I don't understand it. I think we're going to have to wait to, and I don't know, by the time the Rhode Island presidential primary comes around, I don't know, I don't think it's going to be viable, and I don't, I don't think President Trump's even going to bother coming here. But what I would gauge would be if, you know, I think I'll do as I think out loud. I'll work on it. I'll do a poll maybe on the website, something constructive, and then I'll, I'll try to present it to them. Maybe try to um, get an idea that what, what in their mind would be a sizable amount of votes. Because I think it is an issue. I think people do see what's going on. And you see the amount of money spent. And you say you don't like it. And there's, there's no one in power locally that will listen or act on your reservations about it. I think that's a fair way to say it. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by J&B Plumbing. Now listen, it's Friday. It's going to be very cold over the weekend. You could have pipes freezing. You could have damaged water pipes. You could have clogged pipelines. Maybe you need to replace a water heater. J&B Plumbing, they could do it all. This is who I would call 401-743-9153. 401-743-9153. b Plumbing. Call them 401-743-9153. 401-743-9153. I do share their Facebook page. And then if over the course of the next 24 to 36 hours, suddenly you have a plumbing emergency, call J&B Plumbing, 401-743-9153. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Let me just uh, do a quick double check. Uh, Police are still searching my information for that suspect with... um, that was an armed robbery yesterday in Woonsocket with, at the uh, Gulf Station. So I think you're going to see more of that. A lot of the COVID money is now drying up. A lot of these people do not want to go back into the workforce. And um, a lot of people are trying to just get by on, you know, I'm going to get some state money here and I'll get some federal money from the government here. But... You know, when they're feeding a drug habit or what have you, um, then I think you're going to see more more things like that, as a matter of fact. Wow, no one's got the Block Island situation. But, but maybe it was just, maybe it was just a, um, maybe did someone fall overboard perhaps? Um, I don't know. The North Providence, uh, oh, here we go. Oh, all right. It was a bomb threat. All right, Channel 10 has the story. Narragansett Police Department said a bomb threat was made against the Block Island Ferry. Friday was not credible. Got a report, bomb threat, 7.20 this morning. Ferry was unoccupied. Police assisted with Narragansett K-9, conducted a sweep of the ferry, found nothing suspicious. Officers remained on the scene out of abundance of caution. Threat was not credible. Uh, threat was not credible. Um, so, wow, those swatting calls were everywhere. Now, the only thing that's odd about that is I did hear that the medical examiner was down there. So, all right. So that, all right, that answers the question because I know there was a lot of activity going down there. All right, let's see. No promise. Let's see if we can 
get the uh, Queen of Health on the line, our friend Marie, since it is Friday, and because she's fantastic. Folks, right now at 1257, if you're riding on Menden Road, you could pop in and see our friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's My Health, this is Marie. Folks, there she is on this Friday. It's the Queen of Health, Marie, It's My Health. Good afternoon and happy Friday, Marie. Good afternoon. Happy Friday. Snowy Friday. Snowy Friday, indeed, but you are open in the roads. It's just a dusting. People can handle it. Marie, right now, uh, let's see. Michael sent me an email. I want to read this properly. He hurt his back uh, shoveling snow. He lives in the Lincoln area. He asked, could you... Uh, remind me where I could get some of that hemp or CBD product for, I guess he hurt his back, as I said, shoveling snow. Uh, folks, the place you can find it, Michael, is Maria. It's my health, 1099 Mendon Road in Cumberland. And Marie, if Michael comes in, if he didn't already, or his wife pops in, uh, what would you recommend for him? I might recommend a topical just to get directly to that spot as well as an oral so that it'll get through the whole body and take all the inflammation down. Now, um, and, and folks, Marie, with the hemp and CBD products, Marie, that can help a variety of different ailments, not only for people, but for their pets as well. Sure. It can help with anxiety, with animals, that abandonment kind of feeling, um, but also, you know, arthritis pain and, and any other kinds of pain. Those are, the, those are the big things that people use it for. They use it for sleep as well because, you know, lack, you know if you can get anxiety under control or restlessness under control, um, then you'll sleep better, too. All right. Folks, again, it's Marie. It's my health. 1099. Mend of Road in Cumberland. Don't let the snow uh, and anyone that is sick, pop in there and get something to make you feel better. Marie, what are your hours on this Friday and what are your hours on Super Saturday? Be it 5.30 today and tomorrow from 9 to 4. You're the queen of health. Keep up the good work. Folks, we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Another full hour to go. Leave it right here on the John DePietro Show. WNRI Socket. W260DC. WNRI.